Dink Dink, welcome. Welcome everybody back to the podcast. Hello everybody out there. Come on in. Maybe a little more socially distant than last week. No, no rushing the door, okay? There's space for everybody. Uh, welcome everybody back to the podcast. I am Julian and today uh, the guest that you see, well... I actually don't know how much of them you're seeing because they're wearing a giant toothbrush outfit and it's green. And I don't know if you know this, but we record on a green screen, so it might just look like nothing. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I just want... This is my Wilson, okay? But uh, this. thank you for joining us. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Postmates, guys. If you are trying to get some food and not leave your house, Postmates is there for you. So download the Postmates app. Use code Jenna Julian for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days of using the app. Uh, anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates is there for you to bring it right to you. Food, groceries, whatever it is, Postmates is awesome. Check it out. Also, guys, me undies, the softest underwear you will ever put on, your bum. Uh, three times softer than cotton. All right. And right now, if you go to meundies.com slash Jenna Julian or click the link down below, you get 15% off your first order and free shipping. All right. Uh, check it out. They have an awesome selection of underwear, and they also have a program where you can get under underwear, the softest underwear you've ever touched, shipped to you every month, so you don't have to ever worry about underwear again. They got it covered. So uh, today, let me just take a sip of my coffee. Today, we have an actual real-life guest. No offense to this thing right here. Uh this is a guest that has been on our podcast, I believe, twice in the past. He is uh, a Twitch streamer, a musician, a good friend of mine. His name is Jeff, and you might know him by J. Cyrus. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Thank you for having me, dude. Well, your seat is this technically is the third taken. time, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, sorry about that. I, you know, based on the situation, you can't sit here, so I figured someone would keep your seat warm. Yeah, no, better them than me for sure. <laughs> um, no, but thanks for taking the time. Obviously, we talk a good bit because we're pals, and uh, but it has been yeah. a good amount of time since you were on the podcast. I don't even. I should have looked, but it's been probably yeah, like at least two couple years. Of years, yeah, two years, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then before that, like a mm -hmm. two or three years. Yeah, are yeah, like. I mean, I'm just. I'm. I'm like a solar eclipse, man. That's, that's, you know what? You are, <laughs> you are. I come through whenever, you know, whenever I need to. S speaking of solar eclipse, what a funny thing. We saw one together. We did see one together How weird in Nashville, that? Tennessee. We saw one. We saw the um, solar eclipse together. That was unplanned. That was wild, man. That was very unplanned. I was down there because as you know, I was, I lived in Nashville for a long time and I was visiting my buddies and... I saw that you were in town. I was like, no way. And we happen to be at the same vegan restaurant. I love that. That's so serendipitous. But yeah, like we great. were we were out there literally filming a ragtag video where we just kind of wanted to go to the path of totality and chase the solar eclipse because we'd never seen one. And it just so happens that Jeff, my friend, who I had made out in LA, was in Nashville. And so we were like, okay, we, we got permission to go on this family farm <laughs> basically trespass right. and like hang out on their farm because it was like removed enough from crowds and crowds of people to where we could set up our cameras and make it like nice and easy and not worry about other people. But also it was like 
wide open and we could like really just view the eclipse and you came all the way out there with us we had a u-haul truck uh yep it was the whole thing we we had a u-haul truck because literally all the rental cars were taken because <laughs> everyone was going yeah, to, I remember that. to watch i remember that that was so funny i i just remember being in the back of that truck and you just like editing things on your mac and taking photos and doing yeah. video stuff and i was just like this guy is just a mobile renaissance that was wild that was a good time i'm glad we got to share that experience <laughs> together yeah, man, for sure. It was, it was definitely fun. And being in Nashville, too, was also just fun for me at that time. Cause I I'm sure. It. Yeah. You got the roots there. Yeah. So last time there. we had you on the podcast, you were you were still streaming on Twitch. You were a little, obviously, newer to it than you are now. Uh, you, were, yes. you were doing a lot of the same stuff. You have relocated out into the desert, but you're, you're now just you're a Twitch veteran and you're making music still. Um, but I want to kind of... I wanted to just like talk to you because I feel like one of the cool things about having you on the podcast and having a guest in general on the podcast right now is that people can have uh, the experience of listening to someone who is, who's kind of gone through the last year or half a year of their life in their own world and what that's been like for them. And I know that you, uh, you have probably a, a, you know, while we share a lot of similarities in what we do and we exist online, you've probably had a, a decently different quarantine than I have and, and sort of like your experience in the pandemic. Uh, how has it been like overall for you living, you know, out in the desert with your dog Jolene and continuing to find the inspiration to make your music? You're, you're an artistic person and you also stream on Twitch and you do a whole bunch of really, you know, entertaining stuff over there. How has it been finding the rhythm now that it's kind of settled in for most of us that this is reality? Well, I'd be lying if I said that it was easy, for sure. Um, it's just been, it's been difficult in a sense of um, how solo it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's like at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I have my dog to talk to, <laughs> but that's it. And uh, that's not to say I'm just like some crazy guy who's lost in the sauce and just all over out here just talking to his dog and going nuts and all that other stuff. I mean, I can easily slip into that for yeah. sure. But um, I think really it's just been such a great uh, opportunity to really kind of examine, analyze, and move forward with self-work. Mm -hmm. And um, because, you know, I, I had distractions before. I mean, I've always been somewhat of a recluse. I don't really leave my house much, but there was more of an option, uh, of course, before quarantine and more of like kind of an escape and a getaway. And also just, there's also, also like this mental disconnect when you are, you know, even if you're locked down, but you know that you can leave, it's much different than being locked down and knowing that you can't. Right, right, yeah. Um, so I've just kind of, uh, you know, done what I could to just, just you know, really peer into the misery yeah. and dissect it yeah, and say, why is this the way it is? Mm -hmm. And why do I feel this way about certain things that should seemingly make me feel better mm -hmm. and I should seemingly be happy about? Mm -hmm. um, and it's been... Oh, man, it's been a journey. It's been exhausting. Yeah, I think a journey is but, probably know. putting it lightly. But no, that's like that. It's a good point because the the idea of us being left to our own devices 
because we want to is very, very different than us being left to our devices because you you have to be, right? We, we've never really gone through right. anything so extreme where we are forced to spend this much time with just ourselves, most of us at least. I know a lot, a lot of people are quarantined Absolutely. with roommates and whatnot. But yeah, it's like it causes, it causes this moment uh, and this sort of string of moments of forced self-reflection. And you're like, you're forced to look inward. You're forced to think about things because you just have to, you have the time and there's no escaping it, especially after a certain amount of months, Mm -hmm. it just becomes so chilling reality that you just have to, you have to go through it. Um, But, but also I feel like the internet as toxic and weird as it can be in times of unrest, as we've seen, like it also it also, I feel like at least for me, it helps make me feel a little bit less alone. And I think as, as a Twitch broadcaster, you probably can relate to yeah. that because you share experiences with people over that medium. Yeah, I think, I think Twitch is definitely, um, and, I, and I say Twitch because I truly do believe only Twitch is doing that for me right now, mm-hmm. is definitely a place where I do kind of find that not so much of an echo chamber anymore as it is somebody to talk to mm-hmm. uh, in in a group of people. And, you know, a lot of catharticism comes from just being able to explain my day or, you know, talk about what I'm doing or, you know, kind of be held accountable by those I, you know, do talk to for the things that I'm doing to work on myself. And, you know, those are the kind of things that I feel like I need. I feel like, Social media in that sense, yes, 100% awesome. But I will say that Twitter has been more along something that I just don't really get any benefit from. Right. I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, I I don't see myself going to Twitter for that kind of pick-me-up, which is okay because I have that in my Twitch community and my streams and all that other stuff. Right. Yeah. That, no, that's uh, that's an important distinction because I, I do know that like, I don't know, like for a long time you interact online. It was sort of just this like gray area of like internet. You're on YouTube, you're on Twitch, you're on Instagram, right. you're on Twitter, and you're just like interacting. But as Twitter has sort of taken this weird route where a lot of times it's so polarizing and so toxic and not really a great fun place to be, it, it illuminates the other platforms that can provide something, like you said, what you just said, you said something that I think is pretty important. You said, I just want to talk to someone. And I think that Twitch right. more than anything makes both the broadcasters and the viewers feel like they can do that. Um, and I think Absolutely. at a time like this, man, it's like so important. Like you just, you really just want to relate to someone. You want to hear yeah. how someone's day was and just chat about the same shit and like have it be, I think like, like a healthy discourse rather than like, an unhealthy toxic one but absolutely yeah and i'm i'm like glad that it's been like that for you because i do honestly feel like it's been like that for me and i think uh it's you're while you're thinking about things in this time you're kind of you're kind of forced to think about what what are some of the good things that are popping up and i think that interaction has been one of the good things right i've also just been able to kind of take a step back from that presence on twitter on twitch on social media in general and kind of also just get a good analysis of, you know, what is conducive and what is detrimental to my mind and like my mental state. And I see, and I'm able to, I was able to kind of look, you know, at these things in LA that when I lived in LA, I just kind of dismissed because 
I just felt like I was in just like this small box and I couldn't address them. Mm -hmm. And now that I have more mental clarity, more space and just more time to myself, um, you know, I'm able to see that there was times when I would use Twitter or, you know, even Twitch as a way to kind of relay these, these moments of sadness or these strikes of misery or these kind of bouts of depression. And, um, there was kind of like this underlying current of like, you're doing this because you want people to be like, yo man, I'm here for you. You're okay. You're wonderful and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But at the same time, there could be people that don't want to see that kind of stuff because that is not what they come to you for. And I understand that. And you need to be something else for them. Right. But you also have to do the work, you know, if you're out there and I I realized that I was out there and I was putting myself out there and I was saying these things like, guys, I'm, I'm, I can't stream. I'm sad today. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a good mental state and all that other stuff, but I was doing nothing for it. So to put it out there is to just kind of give everybody else your burden and say, Mm -hmm. oh, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But I've learned that it's much more conducive to not put it out there, figure out what I have to do for myself. And that way, when I return there, I'm in a better state to be what people followed me for, you know? Yeah. And that's, I think using the internet as sometimes as like a mirror is important, just like you described, because it's like most people who don't exist online or, or who don't subject themselves to being followed or, you know, watched or whatever, they don't have that sort of benchmark or reference point for when they go right. live on Twitch and like they say something and then they realize, okay, that's documented. That's me looking in a mirror. That's me showing other people where I'm at. And it, kind of forces you to progress a little bit, which it's an interesting dynamic. It's like something that, you know, years and years ago, people didn't really have is at least on that instant of a, of a scale. But absolutely. And I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes in with that exact, you know, fact is that, you know, we, we found solutions without these things. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't be hard to find them without these things now. Yeah. Even though there are resources that help with these things, there's still kind of like this, you know, fundamental way to really approach not only mental health, but any kind of, you know, distress that you have in mm-hmm. your life that you don't have to run to Twitter, you know, for it. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, you know, people can talk about what's bothering them on Twitter. And I find it's really helpful and it's great for people to like rally around someone and support them and all that other stuff. That's great. I don't want to take away from that at all. But as far as what I was doing in my state and what I needed to do, it just wasn't good for, you know, my job, which yeah. is Twitch. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. you know, to, to constantly be like, hey, guys, I'm here and life sucks, yada, 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 but not be doing the work, not mm-hmm. be getting the therapy, yeah. not be taking the medication. It's not fair mm-hmm. to anyone. Yeah. Not myself, not anybody watching me. So, whereas I totally get it and I would never knock someone for tweeting about being depressed or sad or anything like that because I get it 100%. If that's what makes you feel better, then do it. But just for the state that I was in and the position that I'm in, it it was making me just spiral down a a way that I did not want to be. Right. So, Well, I mean, even just having this conversation and hearing hearing you kind of go through it and catalog it the way you are, like it, it shows like, I mean, obviously I know you, you've grown a lot and like you're doing well and, you know, as well as someone can be doing who's living alone during a fucking pandemic. But it just shows that like there, there has been growth and you are feeling like, um, you know, you're in a position where you can, you can at least, you know, quantify the amount that you have improved and what you've done to get that improvement. 
And I wanted to talk a little bit about music because you're a musician. You make awesome music. Your last mm -hmm. release was Never Enough, right? That song, Never Enough. Yes. And that came out, well, like two months ago? Yeah, something like that, I think. Right. So you're. I remember the exact release date, actually. You're quarantined. You're at home. You're with your dog. You're streaming on Twitch. You're doing your thing. What is what as a creative, like, you know, speaking to other artists out there who are musicians, who are any sort of artist that they are kind of left to create things now more than ever. They don't have the resources, the team around them, maybe the uh, inspiration opportunities, the travel opportunities, anything that a, a musician or an artistic person might rely on to create. You're kind of stripped down right now. What has it been like being a musician? And, and how do you feel when you're like in the artistic process now versus in the past when the world was quote unquote normal? Right. Um, well, I can't really speak for um, all musicians, but of course I can speak on my own experiences and stuff like this because people might see it differently. Right, right. Of but here's how I look at that. I look at that, um, you know, as a musician, I utilize every resource. And what I mean by that is music is this universal language that involves resources that are right in front of your face and sometimes things that you really have to dive deep for. And the things that are right in front of your face, the melody, the people engineering, the producers, you know, the, the music itself is, you know, on the surface level, just something that you can kind of come up with in a studio, which is great. And that's awesome. But I feel as though in this situation, which is coming back to your question, one of the most valid resources you can have on making authentic and real and good music to you is finding out who you are and what you love as a musician. Mm -hmm. And that's just another thing that I've been able to do with all this time alone is really listen to myself constructively, listen to old music that I've done constructively and find out what I was doing for the sake of make, making music and what melodies I was singing for the sake of God, I love that melody. Mm. And so when I get more in touch with the patterns and the sounds and the melodies and the writing styles that I, you know, just down to the core are in love with, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm able to now have a totally different approach to a composition. I can go into it now with like this kind of very loose and unrehearsed, you know, melody in my head and, I can know exactly what I love or what I've been humming on, you know, uh, my daily walks or, mm -hmm. or in my yeah. drives. It like infiltrates like your brain. Right. And then you just apply it. And yeah. It's just like, boom. And it's like, you know, you're not searching for, okay, but what's going to make this a hit? What's going to make this a popular? What's going to make this a TikTok sound? You know, you're searching for, all right, what was that thing that made you smile because you came up with it? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's it's a lot more of just being in touch than it would be if I was just like, hey, you know, if I was to call my engineer, Alec, and be like, yo, dude, I'm coming over. Do you have beats? I, right, you know, right. What do you have for me that I could work with? with? Yeah, yeah. That's right. really interesting. Now it's yeah. the workaround of, of what you already have. You know, the resource is you. Yeah, I, I really like that. I really like that because I feel like there's a level of being selfish that is important in creating music and creating anything. Like you're talking about what you're thinking about 
on a day-to-day basis, what you're vibing with, what you're enjoying as a personally, like selfishly, what you want to listen to. I, I think that principle is so important when it comes to creating anything. Like, you know, when you have people come into your chat on Twitch and they're like, you know, uh, any advice for a starting streamer or, you know, right. on Twitter, like any advice for making cooking videos or whatever it is. Like, I, I feel like I'm always in a weird position because I don't really know what good advice is because I just like, I just do what I do. But at the same time, right. what I've been saying a lot lately is like, what Twitch stream would you want to watch? Or like, what cooking video would you want to watch? Or like, what type of music would you want to listen to? And I feel like that's kind of what you're talking about, which I... I, I agree with and I identify with that as like you're selfishly right. like, hmm, what what makes me happy? What do I want to listen to? What's going to cheer me up on my walk? I want to do something like that mm-hmm. because that's makes me happy. I want to put it out into the world. I think that's cool. When you're cooking and you're thinking of ingredients and certain spices and or seasonings that you, you know, like that mix in with this, whether mm-hmm. it be savory or sweet, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for your taste buds. You know, it's like, you know that maybe... Ordinarily, you wouldn't add this to a dish traditionally. Right. But seeing as in your experience that it tasted, you know, good with something as similar, similarly savory as mm-hmm. the last thing mm-hmm. or the thing that it is traditionally put with, then you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to throw that in there. Right. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you spice it up, you know, yeah. and then you end up making something that's like, oh man, that was a good idea. It's, and it's I like special. That, that yeah. was a good idea. Yeah. I mean, right. most of the time my food so turns out same to be a disaster, thing. whereas your music turns out to be the opposite, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Whatever, dude, your, your cooking videos make me so hungry. <laughs> that's good. I guess they all look so good. I mean, even the one where I, it was like some kind of catastrophe. I don't know. You did something with hot dogs. That was just <laughs> Oh no! I I oh, couldn't believe God, you. Were I know doing what you're talking it, about, but, but I can't even say end, it. It's cursed. <laughs> at the end, you took a bite, and I was like, "I want a bite," you know, like I want to taste this. Oh God! Thank God! Thank God! Good. I went through that pain so that you didn't have to, right? Well, I guess I'll never know how it tastes until I take <laughs> a bite of it. Uh, ignorance <laughs> is bliss in this situation. I think I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, well, speaking of food. What about Postmates, right? If you're not up to making your own food, have Postmates do it for you. Postmates is a great way to, uh, actually right now, it's a great way to support local businesses and your local restaurants that may be struggling due to the pandemic and not having dine-in options. Postmates brings food right to your door. All the food that you love, whether it's Taco Bell or it's your favorite Thai place or pizza or whatever, or even if it's groceries, they will go pick it up and drop it off for you. Um, honestly, so helpful now more than ever. I use it all the time. All you got to do is download the Postmates app on iOS or Android, find your favorites, get anything you want delivered right to you and, uh, have it be done quick. And you have contact with the Postmates. You get to track them on the map. It's all very streamlined and user friendly. Uh, so right now download the Postmates app. Okay. And use code Jenna Julian. You get a hundred dollars, a hundred, sorry, $110 of free delivery credit for your first seven days on the app, which Trust me, I, I know from experience you can get a lot of Postmates in seven days. Uh, so check it out uh, and download the app. Also, guys, me undies right now. You can get fifteen percent off of your first order of me undies and free shipping with satisfaction guaranteed. It's no brainer uh, because if you don't like it, you can just return it, and get your money back. I'm pretty sure you're gonna like it though. They have the most comfortable onesies you've ever worn. We've been dubbing it the outfit of quarantine. You can wear it around the house. You can game in it. You can do whatever in it. You hang out with your dogs. Uh, And of course, they have their amazing, amazing, three times softer than cotton underwear made of micro modal fabric and sustainably sourced uh, from beechwood trees 
And uh, honestly, it feels like you're being naked without being naked. So it's it's a little unfair. So right now, you go to meundies.com slash Jenna Julian to get 15% off your first order and free shipping with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Aside from our word, you try it out yourself and see how you like it. Uh, also, you can click the link down below to get started with MeUndies. Thank you to our sponsors for always supporting us and showing us love, uh, even now during a very tough time. So... On a lighter note, I wanted to say, Jeff, if you've seen the past Jeff podcast, you know that he is probably top five people in the world that make me laugh the hardest. Like I, he is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, I feel like we need to now shift into something like we were talking about being selfish. Let's see, let's even be more selfish and let's make ourselves laugh here, right? This is, this is yes. what we want to do. We want to fucking laugh. That's so what I want to do always. And Jeff... Uh, Jeff and I talked about reading some misconnections for you. Now you're not new to this. Okay. Jenna used to do a segment where she would go through misconnections. Uh, I, probably after those podcasts, you might have looked it up yourself and laughed a little bit, but we thought, Hey, let's see how people are doing on misconnections. All right. So I believe <laughs> I started in the LA section and then I quickly moved to Texas because boy, there was some good stuff in Texas. Uh, on misconnections, but we're going to, we're going to go through some misconnections and just kind of read them. So if you've posted a misconnection in California, Nevada, or Texas, or maybe anywhere else, and you want to <laughs> maybe see if we could signal boost for you, tune in. Now's your chance. Okay. Now's your chance. <laughs> now's, there it is. Now's your chance. And I got you covered. We got you. Okay. We're doing this for you. Definitely not to laugh just for you. All right. So you ventured off. I, I didn't venture off. I stayed in Vegas and it was just the most I had to go on a little road content. trip. I went on a little Craigslist and road I, trip. <laughs> so, you know, I, I forgot which one that I sent you, but it was pretty to the point. Yeah. And that's pretty much how they all are. And okay. I don't want to bombard your listeners with them. So let's just have commentary on some of the gems that you found. Right. I agree. I think some of them are just <laughs> some of them. Like you said, straight to the point. I'll, I'll start with one. Okay. This one is right. Fort Worth, Misconnections. Uh, oh, yes, I love Fort Worth. Fort Worth, great spot. Near Trinity Boulevard is where the map shows. Uh, <laughs> dude, it, the, the title is Dude in Pantyhose. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the listing All is right. Dude in Pantyhose here. Hit me back. <laughs> Hit him That's back. It. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the post. That's what that's what you Yo, get. It sounds just like uh oh, I don't know, man. It sounds like a Snapchat. Yo, man, dude in pantyhose here. Hit me back. Hit me back. Hit me back. <laughs> there is no nonsense. This guy didn't waste any time. Not your time, not his time. He's just oh. a dude in pantyhose. He's out here just doing it to him. I'd give him a chance just for punctuality. I would too. I would he's, too. There's so much wasting your time. He's not wasting mine. Yes. He values my time, okay? Thank you, dude in pantyhose. Oh. You are you are worth so, so much. much time, probably. <laughs> All right, you, hey guys, you I'm go? a dude in pantyhose. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. You dude, mine are bad, dude. Not, I I I want to go, but I'm telling you, they're they're just bad. Are they just like gnarly? Because I I I think the, the I search forever, dude. I don't yeah. want you to think I didn't do my homework. No, 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 no. I, I know, forever. no, no. I know, and you even told me some on the phone, um, which I laughed at, but I also don't know if would be okay to say on the podcast because I, 
we do have sponsors and I, whatever. I don't know. I'll, I'll, how about this? I'll read a couple more and we can just kind of dissect them. Right. Oh, there's one that's very coded. Oh, yeah. You want me to read the code one? The rooster one. Well, yours is extremely coded. Oh, the rooster one. I can see somebody. Yeah, I can see somebody showing up to yours, you know, thinking it was something else. But mine was just like the rooster one. Yeah, that's it's pretty coded. Right. Oh, yeah. Mine is heavily, heavily coded. In the middle of Vegas, this guy says, okay. the rooster goes north. We all know the rooster. what the rooster says. Every time I hear it, I smile. Do you know what the rooster says, Julian? Cock-a-doodle-doo. I believe so, but I think only one part of that is what makes this person smile. Doodle-doo. Vic here is looking for another guy who wants me to sample your sauce. Looking to do this weekdays, and it has to be in your ride. Let's set something up. So, from what I'm getting, is they're looking to swing by a drive-thru and have, like, a meal in the car, but with more than one sauce, right? My guy doesn't more want to More than one sauce, ketchup. and I would say, seeing that a rooster is involved, maybe it's a chicken spot they like to go to. Chick-fil-A. It's code for Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. How many it sauces is. does Chick-fil-A have? Chick-fil-A. At least uh, a couple. I think they got barbecue, honey mustard, and then their own. So that's at least three sauces. That's a nice array. They want to sample some sauces. Chick-fil-A would be the perfect place to do it. Decoded. That'd be the perfect place. We just the decoded their message. The doodle do. Boom. Absolutely. Right. And that's, that's done. And that's, Guy in Pantyhose just gave us a thumbs up. Thank you, Guy in Pantyhose. <laughs> Dude in Pantyhose, my guy. We have a lot of guests on this podcast, okay? Dude in Pantyhose is here, too. He's here. He's he's out here. Thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Here's another coded one. I need to hear your coded one. Okay. Your coded one is so hilarious. To I'm me. gonna read this based on what I know about life and communication in okay. the English language. So I'm just gonna read it how sure. it is. Sure. So this is mid cities. This is California. Uh missed yeah. you at Mike Lewis Park. Missed you at our secret public play game. I had all the equipment needed and ready for a great game of hardball. Let's try another time. Or if you like to play pickup games and think you can fit it in, let me know as well. I'm fairly verse. <laughs> I like to meet at the bathrooms down across from the ball fields at first. If I don't get your name, say something about this ad and the pickup game. I want to get into tight gameplay and start pitching <laughs> and warm up with, <laughs> with a hand game real quick, like a little handshake or something. Uh, verbal coaching is yeah. a <laughs> Verbal coaching is a plus as well. If this sounds like something you're into or want to play, in all caps, ball, I prefer catcher. It's what my team is missing. Let me know. I played baseball so for a lot things. of years, so I I get I get most of this. <laughs> I, I done, so much to unpack here, <laughs> Julian. Uh, yeah, we're like... <laughs> okay, is it over first? It's over. <laughs> It's over. It's over. There's no more. There's no more. First of all, I just want to envision this person, you know, gearing up to the keyboard. He's <laughs> cracking they're the They're going knuckles. to type what they need. They're going to type what they need to type. And then they say, I don't want to be so obvious. Yeah. 
But they don't know much about baseball, so they got a Wikipedia up on another monitor. <laughs> this is the person who got a couple of baseball <laughs> terms, hundred percent. Couple, couple of YouTube tutorials up. They're going through it and they're like, "Oh, cool! I could probably make a reference to that, and people would get it." Mm-hmm. And then they write this whole coded thing about baseball, and that's hilarious. But the funnier thing to think about is a guy that reads this and has much of an elementary education sexually <laughs> and says... Or like my level of education. <laughs> yeah, and says, this dude wants to play baseball? Down! <laughs> he, he shows, shows up, up with bag. a freaking glove and a bat and just like, yo, man, oh, let's shit. hit the park. Let's do it, dude. I got pantyhose on. Let's go. <laughs> the pantyhose, dude. He, he shows up in a full catcher's gear, like the, the shin pads, the oh, chest God, protector, dude. and the face mask. He's got everything. That's why these 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 coded messages that you have to decode on Craigslist are just, they could be detrimental. They it's a whole, like, even looking on it for an hour, which is how much time I spent on it, because I felt like any more time it was going to start to seep into my brain when I, you know, when I didn't want to think about these things, they were well, going to be popping up. It's like that's dangerous. why I can't do it for more than thirty minutes. Right, like there's stream. a limit like, before. All right, guys, yeah, it's not. It's no longer a here. game. Then it's just. Then it just. It consumes you. Yeah, but yeah. It's like an underworld. There's like a whole. I mean, there's not even just one language. There's like a ton of different like secret languages people use. There are things it's, that people write that I know aren't just like incoherent babbling. Like the post will say something like, "I don't know," like. Paper mache, two o'clock, elbow time. And I'm like, that isn't just nonsense. Right. Like it it's they're saying something, <laughs> but what are they saying? Paper mache, two o'clock, elbow time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what you read on there. Oh my God. And yeah, like that's dude, an it's also post. just it's a lot of letters and numbers. Yeah. M4MBBWPBS. Right. You know, it's like, please be secret. You know, like this, it's it's crazy. There's a whole other culture of just like people, you know, and it's it's all seemingly consensual. I'm not knocking it, right? Know, no, like and we, people we that like are every looking, time we talk about misconnections, we're not king shaming. Obviously, it's just some of it is funny and new to us, and we're learning and we're we're reading it. But yeah, right, we're not absolutely, absolutely. It's just like more fun for me to try and decode things. Right, because I'll be. I mean, I have people like this, you know, that that watch my streams. People that are heavily into like, you know, very kinky things. Yeah, and and I'll read like <laughs> a a thing like that, and I'll be like, "What does that mean?" LDR, and LDR is probably a very tame one. It's just long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. But people have to like be like, "Yo, Jay, that means this," and I'm like, "Yo, how do you know that?" And they're like, "Well, I'm a freak." I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm a freak. I mean, you learn it. Everyone yeah. learns it from somewhere, and it's it's fine. Absolutely, like you, you got to learn it somehow. And this is how we learn it. This is our educational process. Uh, Boom. If you even want to call it learning. All right. So we have another one from Dallas. Okay, it's from Walmart in Dallas. This one, yum. This one sounds pretty tame, and then all of a sudden, bam, punches you in the face. They do that. Yeah. Uh, we were waiting in line. Also, this is one of those 2020 out of context ones. Like if you were to read this, you know, five years ago, it would even be more punch in the face. But I, I digress. <laughs> we were waiting in line. You had beautiful brown skin, uh, piercing eyes and a red fleur de lay tattooed on your upper back. Hey, they got a fleur de lay tattoo. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. I overheard you saying that you were studying to be a social worker. 
Okay. I was wearing a black ski mask. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk to you, but you were in a rush. Drop me a line. (laughs) I just love how it was so normal until the black ski mask. (laughs) It wasn't like Uh, a face Yeah, I just (laughs) thought you were so beautiful. Your skin was decadent. Your hair was luxurious. Your hair was flowing in the wind while you ran away from Around your shoulders. You might have seen me. I was the guy with a knife. <laughs> I was the guy with a knife uh, holding the uh, Walmart host hostage while I Telling looked at you, you and was just repeatedly that I was not going to hurt you. But like it like remember clearly me? this is this the wording is so funny because the, five years ago you read this post and you're like, that is hilarious. This is a bit. Someone wrote a bit on Craigslist. There's no way you would be wearing a black ski mask. But now, of course, with the pandemic, he probably was just talking about a face covering and said ski mask. And that's just even more fucking hilarious. I don't know. Or the the here's the funniest scenario. Right. What do you got? It It is because of the pandemic. And he was wearing an actual ski mask, right. which opens your mouth completely and your <laughs> eyes. And covers the rest of your face. It covers the parts so, of your face that don't need to be covered. Maybe he's just I didn't even that, think of that out of touch. I didn't even think just of that. that. He's wearing. He's like, yo, I, you, I know you're gonna recognize me. I'm the only guy there that wasn't wearing a mask properly. <laughs> I was wearing a mask. My mouth was just out and about. I'm actually <sighs> trying to catch it. <laughs> right here. I don't want it in my hair. I don't want it in my ears. Just my mouth and my eyes. Well, That's you it. know what? To our to our guy in the ski mask, my guy, I I hope you're out there. I hope you're fucking doing it to him. And, you know, if your ski mask is actually open at the mouth, I hope you're staying away from people and just posting on Craigslist for your uh for your interactions. But you can still I drop him a line, lady, with the Fleur delay tattoo. Yes. If you if you remember this. Let him know. Just you weren't know. that scared. You were just getting groceries. Yeah, it wasn't 11 fine. p.m. Probably. You know what I want from this, Julian? I want fan art from this of a guy in pantyhose with a ski mask on. <laughs> I want this whole characteristic and then to be embodied. He, he approaches a guy at a baseball field in a full catcher's gear. Yes, bat glove, ski mask, pantyhose. I'm. I'll draw it if nobody else will. <laughs> we got iPads. We'll do it. We'll do it. I got an iPad. <laughs> All right. I got I got one that feels, again, like this one. I appreciate this guy or gal. And I, I want them to know that they're they're cutting to the point and, and just being honest. I appreciate it. And it makes me feel like this is a wholesome place, even though most of it probably isn't. But here we go. It's from Dallas Misconnections. Shave my back. I need someone to shave my back every other week. This isn't some sort of kink thing. It's legit. I will pay you to use my clippers and shave my back because I can't reach it at all. LOL. (laughs) Can't reach it. (laughs) My guy can't reach his back and he needs it shaved. It's, it's, you know what this story tells me? This is a story (laughs) about a man who either cannot trust any of his friends or he doesn't have any. Right. Right. And so he's gone to Craigslist and said, look, I don't want any kind of kinky stuff going down. Right. Uh, We could do this in a public place if need be. Right. 
just need the hairs off. I my just back. want my back to be hairless. weird this when I put sexual. my shirt on. Right. Bold, I admire it. Bold in a pandemic to post that, but whatever. You know what I mean? Do your thing. Maybe he was planning on showing up with the clippers and a face mask on and being like, hey, I'm going to wash these after you're done. I'll pay you and we'll go our separate ways. This guy just wants someone to shave his That's back. It. So I hope he finds, I hope he finds him. I, I hope if you're listening, sir, please tweet us. Let us know that you found somebody let to shave know. your back and let us know how the regiment's going. Here's your signal boost for you. Okay. There you go. All right. I got to help you. Misconnection on uh, Dothan. I don't actually know where this is. Dothan, Dothan. Uh, Dothan, Alabama? Texas. Dothan? Is it Texas? I, no, I Alabama. Think it might be Alabama. No, wait, just, is Dothan, Alabama? It might be Dothan, I've actually Alabama. Been through Dothan. You have been. I think there. I've been through Dothan. Perfect. Yeah. And this might Southeast apply to you. Alabama, I believe. Well, it says Dothan AL. Uh, the title is JoJo Dancer. Looking for a JoJo. A <laughs> Looking for JoJo, a gal that used to dance for me a while back south of Dothan. Uh, any other females, feel free to contact as well. So the first part of it, is he saying go-go dancer and just doesn't know how to spell it? Or is he talking about a girl named JoJo who was a dancer in Dothan? I... I don't, you know, that's a, that's, that's a great question. Right. And he then it's very the end, well just going his whole life thinking that go-go dancing is JoJo dancing. Well, that's what the posting looks like. And then at the end, he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Any other, any other females want to hit me up this, I'm good with you too. And that's a, that's a direct shot at JoJo in right. case she was reading it and right. she had second thoughts and she was like, I'm reading this, but I'm not going down with it. He'd put that little sting in at the end and said, you know what? I don't care if you're not even her. Fuck JoJo. Fuck JoJo. And so, if, gonna, yeah, if JoJo's reading this, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do Oh, but any other females welcome? Oh, yeah, I guess you didn't even really want me. I guess yeah. I'm not that good and of a dancer. he's expecting her to call and be like, hey, I was not I was never going to ever see you again. But that little bit at the end, look, I can't have anybody else dancing for you. I'm coming back, baby. I'm coming back. Here I am. I'm coming back. All right. I'm so, your JoJo dancer. From Mobile, oh, this is Alabama. Mobile, Alabama for the next one. I delivered pizza to you in Foley. Oh, this is going to be a creep show. Yes, it is correct. Uh, I just want to go. <clears throat> I'm going to read it really fast so I don't, so it doesn't sound as nasty. Okay. I just want to go down on you for a while while you tell me where you got pizza from and what you got. Oh, wow. It didn't make it any less gross, but I... It made it worse. I should have read uh, it slower. I should have not read it. And he, look, first of all, let me clarify something. The only reason why it's gross is that this guy is reaching out to a customer and uh, talking about this act, okay? It's not gross any other way. I don't think that, <coughs> that you know, it's just a, the it's, thing itself yeah. is gross. Yeah. What being, is gross about it is, is that the, is the you delivered here. a pizza... To someone, and you were attracted to them, and then you were just like, I'm going to go to the internet and see if I can find that person again. Right. It's weird, bro. Yeah. But here's also a, a, a fucking weird thing. Tell me where you got your pizza from, and if you like your pizza. Is mm -hmm. this a guy who gets off on Yelp reviews? Maybe. May no? Honestly, it's Or does possible. he own the business, and he's like, that's his kink. He's like, oh. He's like, compliment my pizza. Best compliment pizza my in pizza. Alabama. That makes me excited. That's fucking wild, dude. The internet. 
It's a place. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, Orange County, California. Uh, without baseball is the title. Where do you find the best hot dogs? The Angels had the best ones, but no games. Where? <laughs> Wait, that's all? That's it. So, dude, this Where if any the best if any of these dog? posts felt real or like not coded, this is the one. My guy enjoyed a nice stadium ball game hot dog from the Angels. There's currently no fans allowed mm. at baseball games. He just wants his hot dog fix. True. He lives in Orange County. Where do you get these hot dogs? Where do you get them? Where do you get the hot dogs? It's actually a valid, valid question. That if is a valid you question. Were somebody who, if you were somebody who got your hot dog fix while getting your sports fix, and that's the only way you knew of your hot dog fix, right? It would the, make sense that you would you would feel a little bit lost. Oh, dude, ballpark no food. Ballpark food is good. It is good. It's the good, nachos, especially hot dogs. Oh, bro. the hot dogs are good. Like, come on. You get deprived of ballpark food all of a sudden. You go to ball games your whole life, and all of a sudden you can't eat that food by proxy oh, of yeah. not being able to go to the games. I would be posting on Craigslist too, dude. Where do you find this the guy hot outside of the fence? I just picture him outside of the fence of the stadium. <laughs> there might be some one guy doing maintenance on the parking lot, sweeping, <coughs> and he's just in the back. He's like, hey, you guys cooking hot dogs today? Kai, have one. <laughs> just thought I'd ask. Sorry. The, the janitor's just like, dude, for the 50th time, there's nothing going on here. Nobody's cooking hot dogs, brother. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Got to get that fixed, though. Yeah. I, I do really do. Yeah. Him and okay. Pantyhose guy are coming along on the rapture, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, at the, at the start of it, it says without baseball, and the first sentence has hot dogs in it. You're thinking it's coded, but it's not. This guy just. It's not. Guy's lost without his ballpark franks. All right. <clears throat> Last one. Ventura. Mamacita at the ARC thrift store. To the very curvaceous lady at the ARC thrift store today, Friday morning, you have a great body. Left little to the imagination as you had workout apparel on. Creepy. Camo sports bra, gray spandex pants, and white filas. Just FYI, you got a all caps, great ass, which you probably already know. That's it. That's the post. What I hate. Here's what I hate about it. <laughs> it. Here's what I hate about it with an accent of what I love and the fact that you stopped for a second and said creepy on this part. Right. When you read uh, Leaves Little to the Imagination, you read it in the exact way that he wrote it <laughs> because it was such a level of disappointment, like little the imagination i couldn't even see anything you would work out clothes on <laughs> like, you couldn't even let me you know? think about it which is like dude shut up <laughs> <laughs> you know like you're pissed off because this lady's yeah i just want to let you know by the way i wish you way, were wearing something a little choices, bit more revealing next time yeah your personal choices you know, like, about your outfit left my imagination bored bored I'm bored, mamacita, I'm bored. (laughs) I'm bored. Great ass, but muy bored. (laughs) Your great ass makes me so bored, I don't even know what to do. It's just like, what would possess someone to run home, fire up the old PC? I don't even know what kind of computer this guy has. No, he 100% ran home to post this because you know he didn't do it on mobile. 
He did not. No. He's got to have like a gateway from 2005, you know? Right. Well, and you know. He's just like, I got to get it in there. There are some, there, listen, there are some of the people on these misconnections that I'm rooting for. Okay. I want my guy who's playing baseball to have the game of his life. I want my fucking pantyhose too. dude to find someone to hang out with him. I want someone to shave my dude's back Absolutely. because he needs a hairless back. Yes. Like, come on, help, help these people out. I, I'm rooting for them. But my dude yes. right here, no, no go. Okay. I'm not rooting for you, dude. Not rooting for you. I, I hope more women leave little to the imagination for you. <laughs> Because I know how much it hurts your feelings. Yeah, I don't think Mama Sita even saw you, to be honest. No, and she definitely didn't check Craigslist. No, <laughs> no. Let me put this in. Let me put this in perspective for you, Julian. Let me let me try to make this scenario real to you. Let's say you just got it going on, which you do. Everybody knows you got a famous <laughs> dump truck. You are a good-looking guy. You got a great dump truck. And you're going to a place where you're just kind of doing your day-by-day routine. Even, even if you were single, it would never go through your mind, I better check who saw the sauce right, tonight on right. Craigslist. It's just so foreign. You know, like, it's so not Who on would the ever list. just... Who does that? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Because the, the reading through Misconnections, it feels like the people who are the sometimes the creepiest, sometimes are the ones posting, hoping that these seemingly normal and also seemingly unaware people will be looking on this forum. Yeah. That's, I mean, who you, knows, ne- you never see like, you know, the post is never, because if it ever did get to this point that I'm about to explain, the post wouldn't be there. But you never see in the post like, uh, we were looking at each other a lot. We told each other that we wanted each other's numbers, but our phones were dead. Right. I'd really love Like an to, actual misconnection. You know, right. You know, like... You know, it's always very one-sided. Mm-hmm. That's the creepiest part about but it. But we're, we're providing, we're providing the other side to it. We're, we're bringing life to these one-sided posts. So there you go. Oh, yeah. You can have it, whoever posted these. Anyway, shouts out to Craigslist for uh, being a thing for a lot of years and letting us, I don't know, read it on the podcast. <laughs> One of the few not copyrighted things <laughs> we can read. <laughs> um Always but a good time. Always a good time. So thanks for the entertainment, Craigslist. But Jerf, I love you, dude. I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to like chat with me. And I know, I know how much people enjoy listening to you uh, talk or stream or produce your music. Uh, you have an awesome loyal fan base, and I just I hope that you know our conversation could resonate with some people because I feel like now's the time where conversation is so important, and hearing it even secondhand on a podcast uh, serves a purpose. So I want to. Thank you for being my good friend and also for joining the podcast. I love you, dude. If you want to catch Jeff, uh, he's on twitch.tv slash Cyrus. I'll link it below. Uh, nonstop entertainment over there. Highly suggest you go check him out. Trust me. I know you ain't I know you ain't got a shortage of time, okay? Go check his channel out right now. Uh, but Jeff, <laughs> I love you, dude. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Dude, I just want to say that I love you too, and I really appreciate you having me on. You are absolutely killing it. I look up to you, brother. You are inspirational in a sense of all that you've endured throughout the quarantine as well, man. You're killing it. I'm so proud of you, dude. And thank you for having me, brother. My pleasure, dude. Uh, we'll game soon. We'll play uh, video games together so you can watch us shoot the shit Yeah, again, dude. Just I'd love to. Format. Yeah. Um, I'd love to. 
anyway, I'll be back uh, probably next week for another podcast. I'll keep you posted, but thank you guys uh, for joining. Uh, yeah, go give Jeff some love and uh, have a great week. We'll see you on the next one.